War wounds, you say? They're probably child's play. It's Rhyme and Reason 822. Hey there, Tony here. If you're like uh, those of us here at the Thunder House, you probably don't go to the cinema, the theater, all that much to watch movies anymore. There's um, a whole lot of people that still go, I I imagine, but uh, a whole lot of people have chosen not to go and spend that extra money on, you know, the paying those huge multi-million dollar celebrity um, paychecks. And then on top of that, you're paying for a Coke that costs you five bucks and popcorn that costs you 10. I don't even know what it costs anymore. I just know it's more than I want to pay to go see a movie that I can enjoy just as much and in some ways a lot more watching it at home these days. But you've probably seen one of those movies or TV shows sometime where the tough guys, and these days tough girls too, they compare their war wounds. You've seen that? I just saw another one of those comparisons on a rerun of a show that uh, I really liked back in the 20-teens. The first guy said something about a knife slice across his arm, and the second guy one-ups him with a gunshot scar on his shoulder, and you know, so on and so on. Oh, you think that's something? I got that. Well, look at this. Oh, yeah, well, look at this. But, you know, life can be like that. Wonderful one day and war wounds the next. One day you're on your game and you're tempted to think you've got it going on. But then the next day, the hammer drops and your metaphorical thumb or even your real one gets in the way and kabam! War wounds. But you know what? You ain't seen nothing. No, you want to see real, deep, and abiding marks, not just scars in the skin, but also marks across the heart? You want to see those? Well, I can tell you who could tell you a thing or 28 about those kinds of marks. He's a guy named Paul. And what did he do to attract so much contempt for him? Well, he dared to usher in a whole new message about God's grace. How dare he? God's grace? Wait a minute, play that back again. Paul ushered in a whole new message about God's grace. Hang on, that that actually doesn't sound like a bad thing. I mean, who couldn't use at least a little extra grace these days? Am I right? That's a rhetorical question. Of course I'm right. Well, I bet Paul, I bet he would have wished it could be that simple. But he went through a lot, with a capital L, capital O, capital T, a lot, to share his gospel. And he called it his gospel, by the way. In fact, there were 28 marks, you could say, or indicators of what it cost him. Yep, I'm going to list those 28 marks. Number one, in much patience. Number two, in tribulations. Number three, in needs. Number four, in distresses. Number five, in stripes. Number six, in imprisonments. Number seven, in tumults. Number eight, in labors. Number nine, in sleeplessness. Number ten, in fastings. Number eleven, by purity. Number twelve, by knowledge. Number 13, 
by long-suffering. Number 14, by kindness. Number 15, by the Holy Spirit. Number 16, by sincere love. Number 17, by the word of truth. Number 18, by the power of God. Number 19, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left. Number 20, by honor and dishonor. Number 21, by evil report and good report. Number 22, as deceivers and yet true. Number 23, as unknown and yet well-known. Number 24, as dying and behold, as living. Number 25, as chastened and yet not killed. Number 26, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing. Number 27, as poor yet making many rich. Number 28, as having nothing and yet possessing all things. That's right out of Paul's writings, by the way. And those marks are still available if you want some, by the way. Yeah, you can have any or all of those marks. Because these days, even in America, you're going to pay dearly one way or another if you take a stand for Jesus. So why would anybody want to talk about him? Why would anybody want to suffer the physical and the mental and emotional war wounds? Well, that's because he suffered way more than anyone else will ever suffer. And he did it to make sure that I don't have to suffer forever. Oh yeah, so you don't have to suffer forever either. But sadly, most people would rather suffer. And they're choosing to suffer forever. Most people. I guess they think one day they'll all compare their war wounds at a crazy cool party in hell. I disagree. Yeah, but who am I to judge, right? Okay, there's your marks. Uh, I hope you hold this episode. Give it some high marks. Hold it in high esteem. Pay attention to those 21, 28 marks. Excuse me, 28 marks. And, uh, you know, maybe check yourself, see how it fits in, how it fits into you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rhyme and Reason podcast, brought to you, as always, by TonyFunderberg.com, where you can get all kinds of books for kids, music for kids, and uh, incredible, amazing stuff for kids and adults. And uh, who who does all that stuff over there? Oh, that'd be me. That'd be Tony. Oh, okay, never mind. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, uh, as always, putting up with me here on the Rhyme and Reason podcast, where I always say, you know what I say, right? Life has rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you